welcome to One Nation Radio. And now, here are your hosts, Rich Latta and James Floyd. And thank you for listening. One Nation Sports. Yo, what's good? This is Wale, and this is One Nation Radio. Yeah, you know. Welcome to One Nation Radio. And, um, you know, we're starting with this here Brock Lesnar music because that was an absolute demolition. It was something alright. I missed demolition. What if it was a bad taxi? I don't understand this. How are they bad taxi? Wait, wait. Hold on, I like demolition as well. Yeah, how's that? Very dark. How about that work rate? Who cares? They look awesome. Okay. Well, I I guess that means you like this match too. (laughs) You're not really concerned about work rate. Or quality, or quality, doing the same moves over and over and over and Summer, over and over SummerSlam, and over. SummerSlam and 1990, over. two out of three falls. Hart Foundation against Demolition. It's one of yeah, the best Bret, SummerSlam matches Yeah, ever. and it's Bret Hart. Okay, now see, he remembers matches. I ain't got time for that. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. As you can see, there are a lot of different voices you hear. I'm just going to go around the round table and introduce everybody. Um, myself, Richard Latta, um, host One Nation Radio. I'm sitting here with James. James, what's going on? Not much. Just uh, ready to hear these these varying opinions because I know what my opinion is. I, so I just want to see what everyone else uh, thinks about it. Also, I'm sitting here with uh, first time live on One Nation Radio. He was here on um, via telephone before. Gentleman Josh Smith. Well, Do you want it to be gentleman or the gentleman? Or the gentleman? Gentleman Josh Smith. Like gentleman Chris Adams. All right. And also we're here with Sierra Reed. Sierra, what's going on? Nothing. Um, so you're pretty much stealing a Chuck Taylor's gimmick, the whole gentleman thing? Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> There's no such thing as original wrestling. Yeah, it's, all been, it's, all no. been, it's all been Swagger Jack and someone else. Yeah, everybody's been almost kind of the same person, same moves, everything. Yeah. It's, it's a vicious cycle. It goes around and around. There's only ever been one Brock Lesnar. Wait, who? Yeah, okay. l- l- leave it up to Mass Man. You know he's Andre the Giant and Luthez. Whatever, whatever the fuck that means. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't understand that. But speaking of Lesnar, um, we'll just get right into it. Brock Lesnar. Um, what what adjective do we want to use? I don't have an adjective. I just have like a phrase. Would he beat that boy Cena down. Yes, he did. I would, I would also like to say that he German suplexed that boy to death. Yes. Um, Brock Lesnar is now the champion. There is a frog right there, a baby frog. <laughs> Liv- living in Florida, they just sneak in your, you know, doors and in homes. Um, we saw. James is literally gone. Yeah. He got up and left. Hey man, restart. Like, cut from that partner to go over. Because he jumped over and I'm sitting there like, there's a ball. I was jumping towards me. Right, nah, man, go. we're live. Really yeah, you know, it's like Sid, ain't it? it's live, partner. Okay. Right? I thought he was saying Brock Lesnar looks like a frog or something. I was just like, what? No, it, it was like a frog, probably like the size of a quarter, just like jumped around my living room. and then it Oh, I've been gone. Yeah. I just got up and walked off. I was like, yeah, man, I can't work in these conditions, basically. Yeah. So, Ain't got time for not jumping around. I don't know. No. So, basically, he unleashes a form of demolition on Cena that I haven't seen in a long time. Uh, we never saw the John Cena comeback, the, uh, you know, swinging suplexes, the, the you know, five-knuckle shuffle. 
what is, what are you guys' impressions of the match? And then we'll discuss um, what the fuck this means going forward. Anybody, anybody that's on the table. All right, well, I'll just go off and I'll say, starting off, I think it was, I thought it was incredible for the business as far as taking a special attraction like Lesnar and legitimizing his claims. I know I want to see him wrestle again because I want to know what's going to happen going forward. Because I don't know what's going on right now. I've yeah. never seen this happen in wrestling. Ever. Um, we have a part-time champion now. Um, Sierra, do you think, you know, what, what kind of backlash are we going to see? You know, Is this going to be the same as when, you know, Rock was champion? Of course, we're going to see that same backlash for anybody being part-time or anybody being part-time holding a title. But your majority going to see that from the marks that really don't understand wrestling when back in the territory days and before they really established territories you had certain guys you know traveling to different places and they pretty much were kind of like your part-timers you know they only worked in a specific territory you know once a year mm-hmm. so if you're going to criticize you know your rock and your brock lizards or anybody in between that you need to go back and criticize your bruno san martino's you know your Briscoes and all those guys because they did it too, you know, they had their home territory, but they would wrestle here and there sporadically. And it was very rare. You would see them. Sometimes you only see them around Christmas shows. But for me, I think honestly, having the WWE champion be on TV every week is not doing anything for anybody. No one seems to care. They give the title to Cena. They give the title Randy Orton. They give the title to anybody. No one seems to care. So I guess WWE's standpoint is just like, well, we really don't need need to have the champion on TV every week. Why don't we just make it a part-timer? That way he can make spot dates and show for pay-per-views and whatnot. Why not? you got so many freaking guys in the company now that need the exposure. You don't need the World Heavyweight Champion on TV every week. It it makes me feel like I'm watching WCW. I agree. (laughs) Um, that's something I kind of said, like, Triple H has an obsession kind of with going old school and, you know, doing things the old school way, which is why last year, you know, they didn't give us what we wanted. We had to wait eight months for it. And going forward with this, who is on the horizon to beat Lesnar? Like, father time. The only answer... Diverticulitis. <laughs> James. The only real answer would really probably be Roman Reigns. Um, well, and exactly. That's why that's such a scary thing. Now, what was your... Now, you want me to go? Yeah. For thoughts on... All right. Um, the question is, what my thoughts on the match or, or whatever? Yeah, what are your thoughts on the match? I mean, I came into the match thinking Lesnar was going to win. I mean, I... It kind of makes no sense to have Lesnar... Uh, beat Undertaker, which is, you know, over this past, what, four or five years has been considered to be a, beating Undertaker would have been a bigger deal than actually winning the belt, or either of the belts. Yeah. So, if he's going to beat him, or a harder challenge, kayfabe-wise, so it only makes sense for him to beat him months later, to beat, or to win the belts months later. Um, now, as far as Sierra's point about uh, you know, back in the day, out people were meant for attracting and going to different territories. Territories, like we're not in territory days anymore. Like you work for one. Like at this point right now, you work for one company. You show <laughs> up on TV every single week. 
and you do your thing, and then you you know you go wherever they send you. If you have to go on a tour or to go to Europe or whatever, you go on tour for whatever you're off TV for for a while or not. Yeah. But for the most part, you're here, you wrestle, and that's pretty much how it's been for a good for what? What do you say? Fifteen or so years since the territories died off. Or however long did that, however long ago that was? Since like eighty five at the most. Okay. So longer than I was even gonna give credit for being. So for me it's just like that's how it used to be, but there's also a lot of stuff before how it used to be in wrestling that weren't exactly the best things in the world either. Yeah. Um and it's not like with internet it doesn't like seeing Andre <laughs> seeing Andre come through to to the mid, to the central states and and Kansas City doesn't really matter anymore because we would all have it on TV. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like back then we didn't have that. Uh, but for me, I I mean it was just too much to see the same stuff. Funny joke I just saw on Twitter: Seth Rollins reportedly has vacated his Money in the Bank briefcase. <laughs> <laughs> you know I I totally agree with your point there, James. But one thing I you know, recently I got into a big binge. I was watching a lot of ECW Hardcore TV. And one of the things you'll notice on there, whoever the champion was... Now, granted, that, that television show was a canned show that they are just putting together, like, a lot of their spots and stuff like that. But um, Paul Heyman was a great booker, and you didn't have the champion on... And back then, there wasn't territory... That was probably the last territory. There wasn't anywhere else for them to go. But they were able to kind of limit the exposure of their guys by not having them on t- television each and every mm-hmm. single episode. And he would have ways to incorporate, like, let's say if Shane Douglas was the champion, he might cut a promo away because he's a heel, so he's not there live all the time. And you can still keep his presence on TV while maintaining, you know, the, the champion doesn't have but to that's be what there. I mean, but that's what I mean by showing up. I mean, you don't have to wrestle every single week. I'm not saying you wrestle yeah. every single week. Right. Like, even, like, guys on wrestling every single week. Cena, Daniel Bryan, uh, uh, Punk, when he was here, or he didn't wrestle every single week. My thing was, they were there, uh, they were there, and they wrestled in every pay-per-view. Like, they were there for all the money, the big money thing they were there for. I think Lesnar's still going to make every pay-per-view. I, I think so, too. But the out, the real outrage is, like, you know, they've seen the test run with the backlash on the part-timers. They're going to turn this into the storyline now. Like... The the belt got in the hands of a part timer. Who knows if he may show up, and it makes Lesnar a bigger heel that way. And it, with Batista coming back, I think we finally get Brock Batista. Oh, I love it. I, I, I love it. I love it. That that doesn't mean they won't do it. At the same time, if you think about how they're turning everything that's happening on the internet into angles, this is the perfect way to do it with the whole backlash against them. Okay, you guys have this backlash against you part timers, but you guys realize who we're bringing in as part timers? Legitimate stars. Oh no, no, no! Here's the thing: I'm I'm the one that's always arguing for the part timers. I much rather see Undertaker every single WrestleMania and see Brock Lesnar and, and see uh, uh, Del Rio Sheamus match again. Or, you know, <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, El Padron. My ish, I'm not I'm not necessarily talking about my personal feelings. I'm talking see. about how the crowd would react to it. Yeah. Because like. If we were so cool, if people were okay with part timers being around, then they would have let, let they would have let um, Daniel, or sorry, they would have let but Batista versus Randy Orton be the main event of WrestleMania 30. People mm-hmm. would really let them know they were not having that shit, and then they had to change it up. And yeah. for me, Lesnar is one is one of the part time. Lesnar gets the passes. He's one of the part timers, one of the few that we actually enjoy. Like for me, 
from what I can tell, is pretty much only three guys. It's uh, it's Jericho, it's Undertaker, and it's Lesnar. But if yeah. it's The Rock or if it's Batista, then we have a problem with it. Yeah, which I don't under. I, I still. I think I said well, this to Sloan a few weeks ago. I don't understand the backlash against The Rock. Like, I, I understand it. Well, it was, it, was, it, was, it was basically, oh, it's this Hollywood He beat our guy. God. He beat the guy that had the boat 400 days, and then people didn't think of it as, well, that just shows how big CM Punk was to actually fight him twice the same way, as many matches in a pay-per-view as Cena did. People didn't think of it that way. They just thought of it as, oh, well, you know, they, you know, they just dropped it off to this guy. Well, I think I think the and you know I don't want to take any credit away from The Rock. I mean, I guess my opinion doesn't matter, but he did that last run that he did did last for about four months. It was pretty awesome. He doesn't get credit for that. He doesn't well, get credit that you it was four months. No one likes him. But but the reality of it all, I do. I think he, no no. I mean I mean the jerks online. I think the reason why yeah. the fans don't appreciate him is because we know that he's probably not gonna come back. He's, he's gonna leave, and he's probably not coming back. Whereas, like, let's say, let's say Lesnar. Like, what is what else Lesner's is different Lesnar to do? Yeah, to wrestle one time and to wrestle three times in a year. I'm just saying, that's that's the logic behind it. It's fl- well, do you understand why it's so flawed though? And it's like not consistent at all. Bro, well, but for me, it doesn't like the Rock. If you hear that the Rock is gonna be wrestling anywhere. I think any fan that says they're a true wrestling fan, because this is, this is what kills me with some of these smarts on the internet, they'll say they're a true wrestling fan. Yeah, they say they've been watching wrestling since they've been born, okay? <laughs> but if you're a real fan, you would forget about the fact that he wrestles three or four times a week. He's only here for then, not, maybe not later. You would want to go see it because it's The Rock. It's the spectacle of The Rock. And yeah. that's what gets me with the part-timers thing that I see them all debating online. And I'm just like, I'm sorry, but if there was ever a show where they said The Rock is going to be there, Chris Jericho is going to be there, Brock Lesnar, and The Undertaker, yep. I'm going to want to go see it. Yeah, like, for some reason... When's the last time you've had all those guys on one show? Never! WrestleMania 28. For, for some reason, <laughs> yeah. For some reason, people, I don't know why, but they feel like it's... WrestleMania 29. Yeah, it, for some reason, they feel like it's... A, wow. For some reason, <laughs> people feel like this is some type of meritocracy, like it's actual sports, to where, yeah, yeah based off how hard you work in, the, in your production that you put out, that means that, like, that means that's to also reflect in, like, where you stand with the, you're standing with the company when it's like, no, bro, that's not how it works. Dean Malenko ain't out here uh, making a <laughs> uh, pay-per-view. That's not happening. We're not having Hell that shit. No. no. And I that's what I'm like against, you know, the Dean Malenko's and the, you know, the quote-unquote nice little hands of the world that weigh under 230 it sound, pounds. It sounds like a knock on Dean Malenko. It sounds like that. Are you saying he has little hands? <laughs> no, no, no. He's a nice little hand. Like, you know, okay. in reference to that uh, Triple H thing. Yeah. I'm Basically saying he's, he's supposed to be the guy to come out there and be, you know, and, and carry guys that they're trying to actually move on to be bigger. Like, but the thing is, is just... What's gonna put more as as sorry as um as Jim Ross says, what's gonna put an ass every eighteen inches? The Rock, Brock Lesnar, Undertaker, Jericho, those guys yeah. have a history of drawing, Triple H. But people don't wanna act like people act like they don't wanna acknowledge it. Like it doesn't exist. Like they why exist. But they've like kinda they, handicapped they, 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 the draw factor with the WWE network though, so I don't really think it matters as much. But they can't see but my point is like People online, they can't see outside of their own bubble of what they find to be their reality. When it's like, yeah. you have to look at the picture. Like, 
their business is bigger than your opinion or right. the opinion of the people that you, you know, or whatever, like, or the locker room. This has been doing this for a long time. He knows what the fuck he's doing. Yeah. He's made a lot of money off of us, and I think he knows by now, he's like, what works and what doesn't. I, the thing that gets me is, like, when I see fans that, like, debate this stuff, and they'll be the same fans saying that they want the Air, Attitude Era come back. And I'm like, you don't want The Rock there, but you want the Attitude Era back. Exactly. What? <laughs> that makes no sense to me. Like, the Attitude Era was made by The Rock. Your Stone Cold Steve Austin's The Undertakers, your Shawn Michaels, your Chris Jericho's, and Edge and Christian, Hardy Boys, like, everybody that was big... Maybe. But... <laughs> Puppies. Your Val Venuses, your Godfathers, your uh, Blue Meanies. Yeah, Yeah, like your your awkward characters, but you still, everybody at that time looked like a big star. And they all had something to do. Yeah, and everybody had something to do. You can't recreate that, and it just kills me that, like, these fans just all of a sudden just, after he's been gone from wrestling all these years, they hate him. Or, like, when Brock Lesnar came back, they're like, oh, he's not going to last. Well, now he's champion. Deal with it. I said this to somebody on Facebook. I was like, I don't know what it is, but every time Brock Lesnar's music hits, I get legitimately, like, scared. It's that feeling, like, that, that ass whooping is coming. Like, like, I feel like I should run and hide. Like, I don't feel like I should watch this. And that's how I felt tonight. <laughs> like, no. Well, I feel like it. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Um, like, Lesnar's legit, like... He's legit. One of the, that's, he's like, that's the he's, he's, he's so a, scary. He's like the most legit guy that the comp, that the business has maybe ever produced in the modern era. Danny Hodge. Oh, modern, modern era. era. My bad. I mean, you can also say Angle, <laughs> but like Angle, you know, he has a bad neck, and they're not going to clear him the rest. And they're not the same size. Steve Blackman. Yeah. Uh, Steve. <laughs> he's on the there. But the thing is, this like Steve. Steve Blackman will fuck you up, bro. Right? Look, you know how? All right, you know how Drake said, oh, I forgot what, on uh, 5 a.m. in uh, Toronto, how he said, I got, I got a, I got a trophy from the committee for validation. Yeah. Like Rod Lesnar had a belt from from the com- from the committee for validation. Yeah. He was a world heavyweight champion in cage fighting. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it don't get, it, it, you can't get much more legit than that. You okay. know what I'm saying? So at this point. Since we, we basically all have aired, or what have you, what, what's your feeling on this match and what was, you know. <sighs> Talk about the match, Rich. Yeah, I, I, I've been kind of withholding. Kind of, matches, I, now I, that we're done shooting on the internet. Um, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was, like, before I started watching, it was a clear toss up. Like, I didn't know what the hell was going to happen. I was just going to watch as a fan. And then it began, and Lesnar kicked the shit out of him. And I was shocked. Like, I was shocked. He German suplexed him, like, 12 times, and Lesnar looked more dominant winning a title than anyone I can remember, like, off the top of my head. Maybe Bill Goldberg. Diesel, Bob Backlund. Oh, my gosh. Diesel, seven seconds. It, look, he almost beat Cena in seven seconds. Yeah. <laughs> they opened a the match, like, with that F5, and... Almost. Almost. Those are the only two I can. Really I don't think compare. it was. A, grenades, I don't think it was. A, I don't think it was a bad match, but it's all about the future now with, with Lesnar. Like every, like it's all about the future. This. You all know. right. So spin it forward. What do? You, all right. What do? You, what? Do, like that's the main thing. What's more important? And the same thing that happened with the WrestleMania match, Undertaker. The decision of the match is more, and what the hell it means in the future is more important than what actually happened. Because, yeah. Like you kind of mm-hmm. get bored thinking of the details, like. Uh, I can't years get excited now, over 12 German suplexes. Years from now, 
we're, years from now, we're going to see packages of him just beating the hell out of him in, like, you know, real short segments. And then, we're, and then the real thing is going to be what happens next. So... Well, he has to stick around. And you're... No, he doesn't. He doesn't no. have to. No. So, and you're... To, so, to some extent, he has to. He's the champion. He's still got to. If he, does, if he does the WrestleMania act and he disappears for two months or three months... Then it's going to ruin like people are going to be furious. What, what they did. Oh, this is going to make me. Oh, this is going to get more heat on them. No, it'll it'll yeah. actually hurt their business. Then I have no, the belt. actually wouldn't because how many guys are on the television now that the internet fans and fans alone are invested in? But that's not the point. The point of having him on is to draw on the casual fan. The casual fan's not going to watch if he's not the, on. The casual fan's not going to watch if he's on every single week as a regular wrestler. We're not talking about every single week. We're talking about if he's gone for two months. If he leaves for two months, it's going to hurt their business. Mm, I, I don't oh. think so. I think it's just they've got so many things going on now that one guy cannot hurt their entire business of that company. Did they book? I, mean, I feel like they booked themselves into a corner with him. Kind of sort of. What happens if he says, fuck you, I'm just going to shoot every match and hold the belt. <laughs> I don't want to lose it. But at the same time, you, you see... Double cross. Yeah. At the same time, you see these complaints about, you know, we never seen... Seen an actual danger, you know. Oh, he no was in danger had, tonight. Yeah, I mean, like he's like a deer in headlights. He didn't see none of that coming. And you actually have a guy go out there and legitimately like beat the living hell out of him. You've had plenty of people go after him, but no one has ever beat him up to that extent to where Cena could not even get up. There was no comeback. There was nothing. 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 He like, was just laying there, and big, it was just that's like some big Van Vader I, stuff right there. Yeah. And it was just it was just devastating because it made you go like wow this guy is legit and for me I think war fans are going to want to go and pay money to go to shows to see if Brock Lesnar's going to be there and beat somebody else up like that that's more thrill to me like it's like you can't have Daniel Bryan beat Brock Lesnar now uh, I was hoping that would be the match that's the reason why I said to this day like you keep telling me that that match is going to happen and I'm, and I'm thinking to myself no the hell it's not that match no. was going to happen that match wait then they do no way. Um, wait, actually, as I remember, I think they did uh, Ray Mysterio beating Brock Lesnar years ago, so it can happen. But, but that was before. <laughs> this is a different actually, guy. Yeah, this is a different guy. This is a guy that's now officially legit now, as opposed to just being the next big thing. He is the thing now. Yeah, but the thing is, like, since then he's went through mixed martial arts and stuff, but for me, he's gotten more vicious, but it's like, he's still kind of like the same guy to me. He's just. More rough, well, more aggressive. The thing is, he was a better wrestler back then. Yeah, obviously. yeah, yeah. But the, way thing is, the thing is, with him is what makes it so interesting is the fact of because he is this wrecking ball, it and everything he does in the ring, it seems like it gives an element of realism that any other that any other wrestler just can't produce because of the fact that he was once the the, the heavyweight cage fighting champion of the world. Yeah, and they, you know what I mean? they have to play up that whole gimmick thing. They can't, you know, make him go back doing, you know. Million suplexes, well, well, tonight he did it, so. Yeah. <laughs> Suplex, you know, in the words of Gordon Sully. He's not doing a top rope plancha, but okay. Yeah, he's not out here trying to do a shooting star, uh, shooting press, star press. So looking forward, um, next month, um, I'm going to assume we're going to get a rematch yeah. with Lesnar and Cena. Does, I don't know. Does, does Cena still want some of Lesnar? Of course he does. And my whole thing is I wonder what the stipulation for the match is. It can't be a regular rules match. Like, are, they're just going to, they're just going to basically flip-flop the belt back, you know, cause, because Cena could win the belt back next month and all this shit, like, disappear. Yeah, well, you never see Lesnar again until, until like, Royal Rumble or WrestleMania. 
Larry, y'all willing to, to realize that that could happen? And I, I yeah, actually see. Have him beat Lesnar. Uh, have him beat Lesnar. Become a 16-time champion as Ty Flair. But and then, I see that being yeah. being more likely than what most people think he's going to hold the title all the way to Mania. I actually. I don't I, see that. I don't see it. I think I think that that's m- the most likely thing to happen is Cena comes back, beats him next month. Then Lesnar destroys him and Rollins cashes in. Yeah. No, I, know, I just bu- I just booked happen. the second half of the year for WWE. <laughs> Actually, I don't I don't even want Rollins to cash in. I want him to cash in and just lose because it's just like <laughs> I, I I just don't I I mean he's good. I give him that. He's he been good for years. He, he doesn't work. He's never he's never worked as a good as a heel even on his indie days or a baby face. He's one of those guys, he's just like, he's type A persona. He does great in the ring, but when you give him a character, he doesn't really bring it out. Well, the thing, I would say the thing with, I would say the thing with him right now is the fact that he was just like ducking heel of a, heel of a guy against Ambrose, and then like you get him in the ring, him in the ring is not the issue. Um, It's just that when he's a when he's a face, he may have the best entire moveset of anybody on the roster. Probably not not maybe probably. And then when he's a heel, like you have to eliminate so much of that because you can't be jumping around flying through the air as, and have people try and boo you at the same time. It's not doesn't make much sense. Uh, well, I get the psychology of it, but if you look at wrestling now, there's million heels doing things that baby faces are supposed to do now, and I think if they were to like take majority of smooth set away, it would just crumble him even more because it's like... They already have. Yeah, but I mean, like, I'm just... I can't see this guy being world champion. Uh, yeah, I, I said that months ago. I, I just don't... What is there to him? It's going to be like, you know, when they gave Miz the belt, like, years ago. It was just like, <laughs> are you kidding me? Well, and then Miz after a while, it's like... Yeah, but, it's, you know, Moose said alone... Well, Miz could talk his know, ass off, too. You know, but at the time, it was like, are you guys serious? Like, you're giving it to him? Like, you know, they were building him, but it was just like, are you sure? Like, why not Cesaro? Well, I kind of I kind of disagree. Not, no. that, not that I don't see where you're coming from, but I could also see in it go a total opposite way, you know? Who thought that Edge was really ready when he cashed in, or <clears throat> even CM Punk? Those were two guys who actually fit a very similar mold, who made the most well, of it. Well, that's the thing. Punk wasn't ready. That's why they like. That's why they t- they did all the stuff they did with him over the years. And finally, he gets yeah. 2011, and, and then he finally and, was ready. And Edge wasn't really ready either. His title reign lasted what a month, and it wasn't until later on in in the year when he was actually solidified as a star. I could see him having a short title reign. I personally think the only time you have him cash in is because you know Daniel Bryan's ready to take the belt right off him in a month or two. Yeah. That's the yeah, only reason why, like, he's basically, he's basically like transitional champion because we got to get the belt off of Cena slash Lesnar, and we can't have Daniel Bryan's 180-pound uh, soaking wet ass do it. Yeah. But here's the problem. If you give him the belt like that as a transitional champion, you're going to run into the whole thing of what happened to Dolph Ziggler. Like... That's fine. He is Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. He's, a, yeah, he's, I mean, he's another Dolph Ziggler. But, I mean, you're going to awesome. run into that whole thing of two Agreed. You're going to have it's going to take forever to build this guy up and build his momentum back up. And you've had this happen to so many guys. You had it happen to Alberto Del Rio. You've had it happen to Dolph Ziggler. You've had it happen to you know Jack some Swagger. people say 
Jack they do, Swagger. But they like, do it to everybody, though. Like, they, you bring you in, they Stop blow and you starts. up, and then, and then you know you're... Yeah, they do it to Seamus. <laughs> every guy they brought up and they put a belt on within the first year, they go back down to the mid-card, and that's where their ass is forever unless they, they figure something else out to do. God bless Lana. Like unless you're Daniel Bryan and you figure out immediately the second you you know while you're lose while you're due to lose the belt to Sheamus, what's next for you when you get hot? Your yeah. ass is stuck in purgatory. Yeah, and that's the thing. Not everybody can survive that of being cycled down. Because I mean, some guys just get lost all in the other, and then you don't Jack see Swagger. them again. You know, <laughs> I mean, to think that Ryback was going after the title. <laughs> Not too long ago, and it's like, wait, he's still there. Twice. But think about it. Yeah. He's still over right now to this day. Yeah. And it's just crazy. So I just don't see them giving Rollins belt. I think if they give Rollins belt, it's going to be probably after Extreme Rules. I don't think it's going to be any. He's going to have to wait. Yeah, he's going to have to wait. You know, he may not have to wait. He could just win. He could just go ahead and cash in at like Survivor Series, and then have Daniel Bryan take it off on that like Royal Rumble, Rumble or TLC. He gonna be too busy involved in like a Survivor Series tag team match. He ain't got time for that. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't got time for that. You know, you know they only gonna have like, like twelve people in there. They only gonna have like one Survivor Series match at Survivor Series. Yeah. Yeah, but you know they're gonna pack that with like twelve to fifteen people, so we're not gonna have time for that. The ring is just gonna a be a Survivor flooded. Series match at Survivor Series. Yeah, right. Come on, guys, they don't do that anymore. They do. The Divas have theirs too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Oh yeah. And it was awful. <laughs> it was awful. Remember they basically had like uh, they basically had like this like the connect like Transformers five people clothesline. Yeah. They were out there clearing uh, the ring. Clearing the ring. Clearing the ring. You know. Basically. Foolish. Yeah. Foolish. As if they were Macho Man and Hulk Hogan. As if they were the Mega Powers. So let's let's go into what we thought um the match of the night was. Okay. Uh, flag match. James, <laughs> we, we just glared at Josh. By the way, um, can we talk about how Rusev sucks? Buy Rusev shoes. <laughs> oh, by yeah, the way, okay. I'm done. I'm done with this. I said to you, I said this to you about a couple, maybe like two months in a row. I said he's one match away from me finally just saying it, just going. I said Rusev's not good. He's yeah. just not flat out. Doesn't matter what he's the only thing. He, only thing he has is, is that jumping super kick. Other than that, he is nothing. He has nothing. He is like a homeless man's Brock Lesnar. That's not even good enough. Like, instead of Lesnar coming out and giving you for every stinger he puts on or every mediocre match he puts on, he has a he has a great match to like match it. Like, Rusev has one good match we've seen. It was the first match he had against uh, Big, e. Big E that lasted like seven minutes. It's alright. It's okay. It's good. It was shocking because of the the spear and then the super kick. Yeah. Never, that's the first time we saw a super kick. Other than that, he has no good matches. He forgets like when to sell. Like yes, he was. He's selling his ankle thing and then like he starts he, kicking people. Every, between every other thing he does, he's either selling it or he's not selling it to super kick somebody or it's just ridiculous. I, I'm done with him. Lana can't save. Wiggity wag. Yeah. He's and, done. And Lana can't save you. I don't know what to tell you, bro. I'm done. Uh, so best of, match of the night. Best match of the night. It has to be the what, uh, what we're now classifying as the greatest lumberjack match of all time. <laughs> the goat. 
the greatest lumberjack match of all time. Why? Because lumberjack matches are never good. Exactly. It was, it was a low bar. Like, how do you have a great match against a lumberjack match? And you got 20 people out, 20 assholes outside watching you. <laughs> like, they, uh, I think they made great use of the lumberjacks as far as like with that suplex, and then all yeah. of them could, you know, catch them. They did the spot where they jumped on all the guys. Yeah. They did Which the, was the spot. They did the um, escape through the crowd where the crowd looked like they wanted them to do some like New Jack type shit. Yeah, yeah. They wanted both of them to come over and Raptors, yeah, and land on the, land on the, all all those guys at the bottom, but they decided not to do that. All right. They wanted them to be paralyzed for life. Yeah, want to <laughs> land on their neck. Don't never wrestle. Or go again. partially blind. You know, New Jack. You know, and then the dive. Um, I enjoyed Reigns Orton. Um, no, you guys were a little down on it. No, no, I picked up at the end, but it was a lot. It was very similar to the Royal Rumble match they had, or uh, that. I'm sorry, Randy Rain. had with Cena. Cena to where Orton. the match is slow because Orton is still trying to work the dress holds and all that kind of stuff, and then at the end it picks up and you're like, oh, okay, the match was good because it, slow then great match together is it was good. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that one for uh, my favorite match of the night. No, I I actually that was your favorite match of the night. Yeah, was was what? What was your favorite match? Reigns Orton. Really? Yeah. What was your favorite match of the night? Oh man, uh, well the lumber the lumberjack match. Obviously okay. Ziggler Miz put on a great effort as well. Yeah, that, I say that's Sigma's match. Of no, night. you know what? I'm gonna you know I'm gonna take that all back. Let me change my mind right now. My favorite match of the night was Stephanie McMahon and Brie Bell. Yes, <laughs> we haven't even got to that yet. <laughs> oh man. Sierra, as our women's wrestling expert, um, the better match between uh, Brie and Stephanie or Paige and AJ, in your opinion? You know, somebody asked me that, like, early in the week, which one would be better? And I said, watch it be the one with the chick that hasn't worked in 10 years and the one that just overacts. And honestly, Brie versus Stephanie, I I think more so the storyline drove it better as for me. Stephanie McMahon came out there, it was just like... You saw what I said. It was just like, when I seen her, it was just like, oh my god. Like, like she definitely said, I woke up like this. <laughs> I came out here with the fierce eye makeup, you know, the deep crease, you know, eyeshadow, like, I'm here, you know. And Brie came out there, and I was just like, "This, you're, you're gonna lose." Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stephanie also came out with like the bad curly hair, like she was like back when, like the attitude the young was, Stephanie, yeah. the my time hairdo. That's what I see. <laughs> she put yeah. up that, and I was like, "Then wow, we get the um, we get the SummerSlam swerve, as there's one every year. Um, <laughs> Nikki uh, turning on her sister. I think we all kind of saw this one coming." Um, I didn't until until it was like about to happen. I didn't know. All the all those mass whoopings gonna add up, you know. Like you ain't gonna keep getting me whooped by these people. So um, you know, fuck you. How they're gonna? I don't know how they're gonna play this in with total divas or anything, but you know, I think the Bellas uh, strike again as the most important women in you know the women's division. Well, I think when Total Divas last you know episode that I've seen, they kind of showed on the tell like on the show that. It was kind of like some tension growing between them as sisters, which is understandable. They're twins, you know. And, you know, Nikki was kind of aggravated with her, especially around the wedding. And some of the things Brie was saying to her, like, at least I'm getting married and I'm not waiting around for a guy to ask me to be married and, oh. and stuff like that. And, you know, Nikki kind of gave her the side, like, you know, you could get drop kicked real quick. Like, 
Yeah. I think they're going to continue on with that, and I guess they're going to play it up on the show, but for me, I don't think it doesn't even matter if they show it on TV. It's just storylines on the show. They just usually say, like, oh, we're in a storyline with so-and-so, blah, 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 and they leave it as that. But for me, going forward, what are we going to do with this forward? Because now we got one is a heel, one's a baby face. We just seen the Funkadactyls break up. They didn't, you know, and they didn't handle that. Well, we like Naomi submit her with that ridiculous that killer leg lock, and we and she was never seen from again. Like both of them, like yeah. like what the fuck? Where's Naomi? But yeah, that know. that leg lock. Spe- speaking of that, I had that same week I was watching um, Ice Raven over in Japan, and this girl named Takushi did that move, and I was just like, what is that called? Like what is that called? Yeah. Like, y'all are definitely like choking people out, but. I don't know what they're going to do going forward with this. I guess she's aligned with the authority to keep her job. I guess Cena's lost. Are they going to bring that into the picture? Daniel Bryan is eventually going to come back. Are they going to bring that around? Like, I think the story is going to become bigger than what some people think right now. You know, around WrestleMania time, it's going to become a big deal. But my my main complaint is, please, get Brie Bella off my TV. Do not let her talk. You are like, trash. <laughs> she, now the thing is this: she was bad on the live mics, but they brought her in the back to let her do like vignettes or like do like, the interview. interview things, and she was a lot better. I, I, I mean, that's, and that's the case yeah. a lot of guys when they're better out of that element because they're not used to it. I mean, you got to keep in mind. There's twenty thousand people looking at them. Well, I mean, one thing is like it, the live interaction with the person got to bounce off stuff as opposed to they had just rehearse lines to just do it as opposed to like bouncing stuff off each other. Mm-hmm. I would say I mean most divas don't have the ability to do that. They even yeah. talk like that so for her not to be good at it is not exactly the most shocking thing in the world. No but you you would think like eventually I, I don't know like there's a thing called like practicing in the mirror or something like <laughs> I know she can hear herself and when she replies back stuff, man, it's just like it's so robotic and it just doesn't feel authentic. Like But if you actually see her the way she talks and interacts on even Total Divas and yeah. you actually see how they actually talk back and forth in her voice, that's her voice. She sounds yeah. like that. So when she yells and her voice sounds like that and it sounds like she's a robot, well her, her that's how her voice sounds. I can't really be like, you know what? You should completely change your personality while 20 people are staring at you and cut this line to make it sound serious. That's how her voice actually comes out. No, I mean, like, not change your personality or the way she sounds. What I'm saying is, like, when you're saying something, somebody, okay, be yourself. But don't be like, you are trash. Like, who says something like that? Like, who says that like that? Everybody says, you are trash. Like, she took, like, five minutes to get it out. I was just like, really, girl? Like, really? Like, it just, that just really bothered me. And it just showed that Stephanie McMahon was out there in this. And look at this match. <laughs> Stephanie hasn't been in the ring in ten years. Yeah, yeah Stephanie looked good. She looked really good. Looked in more great. ways than one. Yeah. And we have right? <laughs> regularly, like, Last you know, she has... She has a problem with one of the told dealers. She's like, meet me in a ring. Like, can we have this regularly? Yeah. You know what's funny about all this? I don't. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong here, but I don't know if she's ever looked as dominant in a wrestling role ever. Never. I don't think so. Nah. I think like, the I, only match I remember that she had that was really good was the match she had with Trish. Trish. Yeah. But and I think she, that, was like that was a back and forth. That was like a cat fight, though. No, it wasn't. It was, was it? Back, no, it wasn't. I watched that match like 
maybe I watched it this year. It wasn't like that. It was back and forth. It was a really was good match. Was she bumping match. and stuff? Yes, they yeah. were both bumping. Like it was a knockdown, drag out brawl for two for two females. Yeah. yeah, that was like their that was her best match, and that was around the time when Trisha was like starting to wrestle. So for both of them, it was kind of like they got kudos. It was shocking how good that match was because people didn't think Trisha could like cut it, and then especially. Like Stephanie, Stephanie won like Shane, where she he was out there, she's out there like willing to know, die for it. Yeah, like Shane was out there like really, really, really trying to wrestle, and then uh, he was out here trying to die to, to get your approval. King yeah. of the Ring. Uh, hey, speaking of speaking of divas, though, you guys let me know what you think about this. It's just a rumor, but I just read about it. They're okay. saying they're saying that Paige or not Paige, I'm sorry. AJ Lee is looking to distance herself from WWE to maybe settle down. Like I see family. that. I, I saw that coming. Saw that coming. Saw that coming. And that, that she that she might be leaving. Like this might be it. This might be it. Oh okay. well. Look. Oh well. Bring up Charlotte and come and dominate. Well, what do you okay. guys think? What do you guys think about that? If that's the case. Good riddance. Um, Good riddance. <laughs> Good riddance. I don't care. We just built up. We after all this time, it took us three years or two and a half years. To get the Divas division to where it's at, to where they actually have legitimate, mm-hmm. g- legitimately talented wrestlers. How long did it take for them, for us to start talking about them on this show? And how long? Like a couple months ago. A couple months ago, and keep in mind, we've been doing this this podcast for um, almost two, two years. years. So uh, no, it's just I was not. I, were you out here trying to talk about Kelly Kelly? Because I wasn't. I, Definitely I, not. I come out here talking about how bad she was. Dude, I had to write articles on Kelly Kelly. What are you talking about? Well, yeah, more patience than me, because I can do it. <laughs> I'd be out here talking about how bad her every one of her matches is, and how come Eve and or Beth Phoenix aren't the champions instead of her. I'd have said that every single week, every time I had to write something. That's like, funny. Yeah. Um, so it took them that long, and now they're already losing like what was pretty much their their top female. Like that but, would suck. But you know what? To me, it, it's kind of. I would just say history repeats itself. They don't last it, long, yeah, I know. Well, it, it's not it's not to think that they don't last long. Trish Trias, Lita, and, you know, Victoria, all of them lasted for a long time, especially Tori Wilson for a long time. But for me, it's not even that. It's more sort of thing of when the company hitched their wagon to one female solely for years. They say, no, she takes her ball, and she's ready to quit. You know, we've seen this with E. Torres towards the end. They they hitched the whole storyline to her where she was like the big heel. She decided, you know, she wants to retire. All of a sudden, they did the title switch, and then they had to kick off the program with AJ Lee and Caitlin. Then, you know, before then, we had Trish Stratus. All of a sudden, she comes back from injury, and she wants to retire. They had to do that great match between her and uh, Lita. Yeah. But after that, they did that quick title switch to over to Mickey James, and then... You know, Mickey James went over to Melina, and then, you know, they, they kept recycling, doing the whole thing over and over. And we've seen it with Michelle McCool, Beth Phoenix. We've seen it with a lot of these girls, and the prime examples for me is Sable. Mm-hmm. You know, they hitched, think about this. The women's title had not been used in that company for three years. She came back with no wrestling ability. <laughs> they put the so, belt on her. They brought in Jacqueline, who was she wrestling she had for like. Bomb, though. Yeah, but she wow. Jacqueline had been wrestling for like ten years before. I know she came in a company. And she was like old. Yeah. Yeah. And she hey, was no. black and dark skin. Don't do it. She right. Okay. <laughs> but they said, "No, we're going to give the, the belt to Sable." Yep. And 
Mind you, in the back, it's Luna Vachon, who's been wrestling in that company since the 80s, and they said, no, we're going to give it to Sable. And Luna said, how come? She doesn't know how to wrestle. She doesn't do anything. She hasn't put it out. And they said, well, she looks good, and we want to invest everything in this division in her. And they did. And next thing you know, two years later, she says, like, they did the same thing with Alundra Blaze. Even though they only had, like, three women in the company, they hitched everything to her. And... Next thing you know, she gets to deal with WCW. She wants to leave. And throw the, and, tra- and throw the title in the trash can. Yeah. Never heard from again. Who beat Sable that, for the title? Um, it was Jackie. Jackie. Yeah. Exactly. Huh. But, but they did that with every girl, and now with AJ Lee, it's kind of like I'm seeing kind of like the Sable thing happen. I think that's again. why they have they're building up the their NXT. women's division so mm-hmm. deep right now, like between Charlotte, Becky Lynch, Bailey. Um, Sasha Banks, Banks. Um, you know we got Naomi on deck. Whenever they want to give, you know, give her her time to shine. Yeah, um, she seems to shine, shine. Come on, yeah. I'm still like, not like I, same thing with Daniel Bryan at last year's SummerSlam. I'm not gonna believe it till I see it with with Naomi. Like y'all have to, y'all have to make. I'm not gonna fall for the okie doke. Y'all not gonna bait and switch me and have me out here thinking like y'all gonna do what y'all probably should do because they're the best. I'm just not gonna sit there for that. Naomi. And, Naomi's going to be the new Victoria five years from now. Like, having great matches, but never getting that prize. Yeah. <laughs> She'll get it once in a while, but, you know, eventually it's going to get to the point of, like, right now, you guys feel sorry for her, like Natalia. And, yeah. I mean, I'm sure she doesn't care, but I just think they have no real intentions of doing anything with that girl. So, so she's going to be there until they fire her. So huh. on to the uh, Paige-AJ match. Um, what were you guys' impressions on it? I thought the finish was cool, like that DDT. Yeah. Like that cradle DDT thing. Um, there were some okay spots. It was better than their last match. It was better match. than their last match. A lot better. Yeah. I just, I felt it like... It wasn't no Charlotte. I don't know, for for the fact of the, the fact that they've been building up AJ Lee as like the top hand out of the women for so long and then, you know... She's all, really not, though. And then all the hype that's Never been... Never did. All the hype that's been coming up from over the years about... Page. Page and this dream match, you know, and it's they've just it's never been what it was supposed to be. It was always supposed to be like this great worked match and Because AJ ain't as good as people try to make her out to be. She's never been. That's that's the hilarious thing that gets me, is like she's never been that good, even when she like, was on the seats. Like I'm higher on her than than you and Rich are, but she's not but she's not going out there and wrestling like Natalia. She's not going out yeah. there wrestling like Naomi. She's just not mm-hmm. happening. So she is. I don't know. For me, I think I think Bob, she's great with the mic, though. I give her that. I think there's been a few the women's matches in NXT that they've had that I've watched have all yeah. been leaps and bounds better. Well, so, they get a chance to practice a lot more. Yeah. You know, they ain't traveling like that. Yeah. But um, Dolph Ziggler oh. is the new Intercontinental Champion. Finally. They don't hate Ziggler. He's here to show the world. You know, with uh, Brock Lesnar's pending, you know, whatever the hell he's going to do with the belt. I was joking earlier, you know, um, the Intercontinental title is now the, the most important title in the company. Rusev is going to beat him for the title tomorrow night. Tomorrow uh, night. Like, yep. four, like, here, like 14 or 15 months ago, Dolph Ziggler was the World Heavyweight Champion. Now he's the Intercontinental Champion. Yeah, those are, the, yeah. Happy? those are the same belt. Yeah. That's the same belt. Yeah, what are you talking about? I'm not, I'm not. He's back to where he was. You, He's basically back to where he was, if not worse. <laughs> oh, 
Like, we don't, like, the IC title's not a major. Like, <laughs> no, the IC title is the major belt now. It's not a major. It's By the, major, I mean, like, when you say I'm, I am a fill-in-the-blank world heavyweight champion, that shit don't count. You're just an IC champion. Like, Jericho's like a 20-time IC champion. That shit don't count. Yeah, but you know what? You know what's cool about it, and this is just my take? So is RBD. Having, having him as the IC title could maybe bring it back to what it was. They say that every time somebody wants to. Hey, fuck that. We gotta get rid of that. Every time. Okay, I never say that. We said that for Cody Rose. We said yeah. that for uh for the last uh, one that, that Barrett just had. We said that for uh who Curtis Axel. No, we didn't say that for Curtis <laughs> Axel. Okay, well I'm I'm not a part of we Big E. I'm just I never said that for B. I'm just me and what I'm saying is that it was always the workhorse title, and the guy that's probably one of the best, if not the best worker on the roster, Dolph Ziggler, I think that he could probably, you know, restore it to what it was. Yeah, in the 90s, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, in the and, 90s. And, and the 80s. You know, now that people being the best worker on the roster really doesn't get you any fucking way if you're not CM Punk or Daniel Bryan. Exactly. So, I mean, like, you can go out there and get yourself a concussion like he pretty much does every night, and it just, hasn't gotten him anywhere. Okay, just twice, guys. Just twice. Yeah. Like, my, my whole thing is... Orton's had way more concussions than he ever has. That we know of. Yeah. That we know but, of. There's a difference. Orton is in the main event title picture all the time since 2004. <laughs> I, I'm just saying it's, it's hypocritical for everybody to... Ten-year anniversary. It's hypocritical for everybody to uh, okay. to say that like he's you know snake bit or whatever because he had two injuries. When there's guys that have been injured way more than he ever has been. Oh, no, I don't I'm... think the snake bit's a thing. Like, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact of how he oversells all the time. Oh I, think that, I, think that's more, I think that's more of an alarming thing than anybody. Like, you're trying to give him the illusion this is... You know, it's entertainment, but you have to try to give them the illusion that this is real, and you come yeah. out here and you sell the clothesline as if you just got hit by a Mack truck. Yeah. Like, you have to, like, and we've heard people say that he's gotten heat backstage for overselling shit with people, with people that are setting up madness for him, and, like, that has to rub people the wrong way. He, like, you saw, we were talking earlier um, on the, uh, the Bret Hart style, uh, oh. Larry, but, or, yeah, uh, I yeah. took to the corner. Yeah, that like, is bro, that's ridiculous. He made Mizzle like he was freaking Sheamus. Yeah, I <laughs> thought he was hurt for real. Sheamus was not seen tonight, by the way. Yeah. Uh, He's busy. Yeah. He's doing what? I don't know. Hanging out with Drew McIntyre. So. Oh, uh, another another um you know guys that weren't seen. I mean they were seen, but. Guys that had the uh, best match on the last pay per view, the uh, Usos and you know Luke Harper with and Eric Rowan. Luke Harper experience. Yeah, uh, <laughs> notably absent from the card, you know, a great tag team match. Um, being in attendance at Battleground, I'm glad I got to witness that match in person. But would that have been better suited to happen here? Mm, no. No, because they fuck around and have that same match, and then they bring out Cena and Lesnar do what they did. We would be like, really? Well, I paid nine ninety nine for this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's give Jimmy and Jay Uso the belt. Yeah, like I paid nine ninety nine to watch them have the worst match of the entire night. Really? Yeah. That would really work against them. I mean, obviously, it wasn't worse than whatever. Uso that's a great reward, though. That, that, that's got to send a great message to the roster. Have, exactly. have a great match. Don't be on the next pay per view. Yeah. Well, I mean, but let me ask you guys this: mm-hmm. 
Is Dolph Ziggler winning the title bad? Because you guys don't seem like it's a good thing. I'm happy for him. No, I'm yeah. happy for him, but, like, I'm not getting overly excited because this was supposed to, like, for me to think this is going to springboard him into bigger things, like, nah, because if it's going to springboard into bigger things, this shit would have happened like, a year or 15 months ago. I'm not buying it. Like, yeah, it's nice that he has a belt and that he's, like, going to be in more matches and be they don't hard, hate him. and he's going to actually get time to wrestle. I, I'm all for that, but at the same time, like, I know this is only going to last so long. Like, he's going to go up, he's going to bring his ass back down somehow, he's going to go on loose streak. Like, he's all, he, they, they just tease us. And a lot of issues he has is the fact of he's a guy that can talk, but he, Ooh. like, for a guy that, that's, that we all think is such a good talker, mm-hmm. like, when's the last great promo we heard from him? That one that they did hidden on WWE.com. Yeah, that, on the app. Exactly. On, on WWE.com. <laughs> And that was in January or something, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was yeah, like and February. Then, and then before that, it was like a whole year or during the whole AJ Cena thing. Yeah, hey, man. Ziggler giving styles out there. That's, you know, AJ made a living, you know, gained her notoriety off of jacking his shit. So, and Sam Yeah. Well, I mean, for me, it's n- it's not the thing that like I have against. I'm against him having the title. I'm fine with him having the title. I'm glad he I, has it. I just not. I'm the, I'm not falling for the okie doke. I'm really glad. I, I, I'm not. I'm not going to get super excited. And be like, oh, this is going to lead to a title feud between him and so and so. Brock Lesnar. Champion versus yeah. champion. No, I don't. I don't want that. I just want him like, to what, always like, be IC title. champion forever. That's all I want. I don't want him to rise above this status. I want him to stay in this status perpetually. What you into communism, Josh? Like, you know, we gonna keep you where you at. We gonna keep you where you at, baby. Dusty Rose, Steve Austin, shit, huh? We gonna keep you where you at, baby. Like Rick Rude, him and keep him there in the mid card all for life. What? Yeah, yeah. No. We, we have you around just so you can fight a main event and make the make the guy we want to win look good. I want him to Speaking be, of mid card, Lilo Brown. Speaking of mid-card, Bray Wyatt and Chris Jericho have a weird match. A little bit better than the last one. I thought the last one was better. It was better? We are now one year into the Bray Wyatt experience. And I, I'm one year out of it. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm exactly, like, I'm just exhausted from because i mean it's it's a cool gimmick but now i just feel like it's not same the, old shit same old shit it's not even just it's repetitive it just doesn't feel like it means anything because you got so many fans cheering him like he's a baby face when he's supposed to be healed so yeah. now it just feels like no matter what he does to anybody it doesn't mean anything and, just, and, and all this stuff leads absolutely nowhere nowhere like he <laughs> Has there ever been a? Has there ever been a? Uh, I'm just a thoroughly fa- confused by him. Has there ever been a babyface faction that was successful? A babyface faction that was successful? Maybe DX, you, I guess. Mega Powers? Not DX. Sorry, it's Hills, right? Well, no, they became faces. faces. I'm, I'm just wondering because it, at some point, I'm guessing because well, you don't really have factions because you can't do it by yourself typically. Well, the reason mm-hmm. I'm asking is because at some point he's probably going to have to turn face with the reactions he's getting. But I don't. I don't think it could work. It can't work because you can't keep talking about destroying worlds and shit as a face. That makes no sense. That's stupid. Yeah, you have to tweak it. He, he, you can aim your shit at a heel like. Yeah, 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 I understand that. Yeah, you can definitely fix it, but like. No, Dean Ambrose can turn face. You have to change. You have to change so much that it becomes campy. Yeah. It's, that's how it feels. It's like when I watch it, I feel like I'm just watching like a very bad movie. 
And I just don't know where we're going. I, you know what it is? Bray Wyatt is just Scott Steiner with a beard. And dark hair. <laughs> he's not as Cheap. good. Steiner's not, way not, better on the mic. He's not. He's not nearly as good of a worker, or as far as, as a physical specimen as uh, Steiner. Steiner. As Scott Steiner. Me? Scott Steiner but, come out here and give you a Frankensteiner. He'll come out there and give you. I don't like a, a backflip suplex. Yeah, a back. Yeah, I don't even know what the hell that was. Yeah, a black backflip power slam. Well, let's let's just be clear here. We're talking about Scott Steiner. Scott Steiner, circa 1992. Yes, we're not talking about we're Papa not, Pump. We're not talking no, about no, Big Papa Pump. I love Big Papa Pump. I'm a fan of Scott Steiner. <laughs> Fuck that. That's awful. My, okay. I mean, Go ahead. Big Papa Pump got the hookup. Holla if you hear me. Big Daddy Booty I, Daddy. <laughs> Go ahead, Sierra. They're idiots. You know, when Scott Steiner talks, I feel like, okay, where are we going, Scott? And when Bray White talks, I'm like... Okay, now I don't know what you're talking about. That's how I feel. And this whole thing with him and Jericho, I was just like, Jericho was giving them that look like, man, I got better shit to do. And I was just sitting there <laughs> with them. Still every week. They, they're going to have to do something with this gimmick. Like, it's sad that the two guys that's in the stable with him are getting over more than them. Luke Harper's miles better. We're gonna find out in six months that Vince McMahon is actually Sister Abigail, and it's all gonna make sense. Wow. No, we're not. We're never gonna find out. Like, and that's the thing that's so infuriating. Like, there's a show. There's a show right now um, on HBO called The Leftovers, and um, the show is basically about the Rapture. Not, no, I never watched. They it. allude to the rapture, but it's not the rapture, or it might turn out to be a rapture eventually, like on some lost shit, like Purgatory was mentioned. But basically, lost. what happened? Uh, but basically, what they're doing is they're they're not explaining what's happening as much as they're just ha- is happening, and we're just showing how miserable these people are. And for me, watching what's happened over the full year with the Wyatts and Bray Wyatt and everything, like. I really feel like I'm like the lady that got abducted and tied up to the tree and stoned to death graphically on TV for us to watch. Like, it's the same thing over and over and over, and it's, it's never leading to anything, and it's always talking about all these, um, like he hasn't all these moved MacGuffins. Forward. All these MacGuffins that, like, we're never, ever going to get, like, a payoff on what this is specifically. Like, he hasn't evolved, like, at all. Like, I'm just as confused about him right now like as I was a year ago. It's the same rhetoric. Yeah. And there's, like, no evolution in the character. And, like, the only thing that's evolved in the character is the fact that, like, we know that Luke Harper's a far better, a far superior wrestler than him. Yeah. With him, I think with him, it's the whole, you know, he's overrated. Everybody's just like, oh, he's so brilliant, you know, so great. Brilliant you know, and then you watch it, and you're like, if you're not somebody that watches it every week, and you turn on, you're like, what the, f- what is this? Like, you don't understand, like, what is his end game? Because he's just going around fucking with everybody, but eventually it's just going to be like, okay, where are we going with this? Like, how have and, they not converted anybody yet? I don't, I think, okay, yeah. Aren't they a cult? Yeah. <laughs> they, they have no, like, new followers, and also, they abduct people and then apparently drop them off in a fucking parking, parking lot, lot for them to come back the next week and wrestle them again. What? I miss Daniel Wyatt. Wyatt. Like, Daniel Bryan's the only person that went. He was there for, what, two weeks? Yeah. Two weeks. Duke the Dumpster. B- yep, Daniel the, the Dumpster Bryan. Daniel the Dumpster Bryan Wyatt. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm just done, like... 
And it just... He's over for 200 SummerSlam matches. No, he won last night. No, he won tonight. No, but oh, you're talking about, yeah, it's good. Over two matches that I will even want to watch again. Like, the Inferno match stunk. This match wasn't good. Like, he has, like, one, two two matches that I'll watch again, you know. Or anytime, you know, I'll count anytime they, the Wyatt's and the Shield fought as one. And, and, and then, then And then him and Daniel Bryan. Well, you well, got I mean, last man standing. Him and Cena. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay that matches. too. The, he had one okay match. Well, even then, that shit, that... Even bringing yeah, out the little kids, like, yeah, yeah, I, I couldn't get with that shit. It, it, it's just like, they don't, I don't think they really know what to do with him, because I, I said this this long weeks ago, I had for some reason compared Bray Wyatt to Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, I really did that. And I said to her, I said, they threw him at Cena already. Who else is he going to fight? Now he's gone at Jericho, he's gone at Kane, and it's like... What are you going to do with this? Because eventually this is going to get old. He's just going around beating up everybody. Next thing you know, he's going to be going after the this. divas. It's, it's, <laughs> wow. There's no point in this. It's like, okay, leave this gimmick. For me, just leave this gimmick on NXT. Leave this over there. Okay? I just, I, I just don't think that this five, two years from now, anybody's going to be caring about this gimmick. That he's going to be changed to a whole other name. He's probably going to be... You know, something Dallas joined his but, brother in right, a year ago. But, but you know what? I, again, I have to disagree because I, I agree with everything you've said up to this point. I don't think they're going to ever repackage him. But I don't think they're going to repackage him. No, he's who he is. They're never going to be Bray Wyatt. But, like, I don't know what's next. Like, he has to lose the mythology bullshit and lose nothing. He, he said he's behind. dead. Like, he, he's like, he's he's dead like the Jericho during the match. I'm like, okay, I guess that, you're the Undertaker now? He said that before. <laughs> Can love can, this shit. Can still love this or be or not be turned off to a part of like, all right, like we know now after a full year, this is never gonna leave anything. Like this ain't Daniel. This isn't like some story writing like Dan, for an angle. This is all like he's wrestling these all different people and he's the same guy and another changes. He always keeps dropping these MacGuffins that never lead to anything. Right. And you're just sitting there just like, I, okay. No, I totally agree with that. I think eventually. If it's if this is gonna work, it's, there has to be some sort of meaning to the feud. It has to matter. But but with that being said, if you compare guys with with uh, similar gimmicks like the Undertaker or Mankind, if in 1996 or in 1990 or whatever, if you'd ask you know most wrestling fans, do you think that this guy's gimmick will still work four years from now? They'd probably be saying the same things we are, but. They had staying power, and I think that this guy's a star. He's gonna have staying power no matter what happens. But man, but mankind wasn't the same character. Wasn't the same exact character for years, and yeah. his character wasn't dropping stuff and about sure. dropping stuff about meta, about being meta natural. Like well, he saw, he was talking about all this pain and stuff, and what it turned him into, and all that kind of stuff. And then he fought Undertaker a bunch of times, and then four years later, he and then like four years later, he has two other uh, personality wrestling personalities. Whether he was. Um, Katniss Jack, or he was um, Dude Love. Yeah, and I'm sure Bray Wyatt will have to evolve over time. All I'm saying is that he's not gonna he's not gonna not matter in four years. I don't think that's the case. I don't I don't think that's the case either. I'm just like, what's next? More than anything. Well, what I'm saying is is like, if they don't eventually figure out what to do with this guy, they're gonna have to do something drastic with him because 
you know, eventually he's going to become just one of the random heels that's thrown in, you know, as a jobber going against Seamus. Yeah. You know, that's that's what's going to happen because they're going to kill themselves and burn themselves of this gimmick because they're not really giving anybody a leeway of what's next. You know, he's just going around after people and then you got, you know, his, you know, partners, they're going after the titles. He's not going after a title or anything, so it's like, what am I supposed to be following this guy for? I don't get it. How about yeah. Jericho's jacket, though? <laughs> <laughs> that shit was great. Looking like Christmas lights, you know. Yeah, the, the new one, like I, I that was it. awesome. Yeah, I don't know why, but I like pop for the new jacket. I think it's just guys that pop for it. I I don't get it. Oh, like, the jacket is so cool. Yeah, again, guys that just pop for it. I, I, I love I don't it. Get it. I'm just like, oh, okay, more lights. Ooh, but yeah. um. <laughs> Final final rankings for um, SummerSlam. Um, if, if you have a score out of ten, um, James, I'll start with you. Uh, I say a seven. Josh, I would say I'd say last year's was a nine, and the year before that was like a six. This probably falls somewhere between those two, so like maybe seven and a half. Maybe uh, maybe eight. It was pretty solid all around. I thought. Yeah, top to bottom, it was every match was like it offered something. I'm gonna say eight out of ten. Sierra. Um, I have to go with straight up eight because I mean there was nothing to complain about at all. I didn't like the Randy Orton Reigns match that much. Yeah, speaking of that match, um, yeah, I'm not making the fangirls choose. Oh, that's what it is. It, it was ladies pick a side. Like, come on now. <laughs> Why you gotta do that? Um, yeah, I, I felt like they could have left that match off, but... I felt like the last else. half of that match was fantastic. It started out slow because Orton has an issue. Orton has a, Orton has this thing where he starts out slow with the rest holes and whatnot, yeah. and then, you know, obviously, you know, Re- Roman Reigns ain't exactly, um, ain't exactly Luthez in there right. either. Yeah. So, yeah. uh... But there's a difference between starting slow and then just being looking lost, and you know what I mean. Like I said, he's he's out there with a guy that's not exactly Lutez. Yeah, well, usually when you have a veteran in there with somebody that's kind of green like Roman Reigns, they start slow. So, because they're trying to, I guess, coach them through the match, but yeah. eventually Roman Reigns is going to have to get together. He's not going to have Randy Orton <laughs> putting on the you know the Bob Orton rest holds every night. So. Yeah. I think that's where it drained a little bit, but it picked up towards the end. But I don't know where they're going to go with that either. Roman Reigns got his, got his first, like, you know, pay-per-view look by himself. A, yeah. And, and, you know, I, I say he passed, you know, in a vacuum. For me, the thing that kind of gets me kind of like, I don't know, is the fact that Orton can still Orton can still do his Orton pose in the middle of a match and get a and get a crowd reaction, a a, bit, a sizable crowd reaction when he's clear to the hill. Like yeah. I thought, like I don't understand how that keeps happening. It's kind of weird. Could they we be know. trying to turn Orton face? It's, but they they did he did this at WrestleMania. Hmm, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just um... Orton's built up a ton of goodwill. That's true. Like he has, a, he has a solid decade of, of being a main event guy. Um, he's always going to get um, cheered. Yeah, he's kind of like 
Edge never retired, and you thrown in there with like a Dean Ambrose. Like, regardless if he's heel or face, he's still gonna have that, you know, reaction. He's the bigger guy of the two. But um, that's gonna r- wrap up One Nation Radio. Um, come with us next time. Um, we'll be back later in the week for um, you know, whatever they do on Raw. They uh, have to explain, you know, the next step in the Lesnar chapters and everything else. But um, anything else you guys want to add? Mm-mm-mm. You guys? I'm excited to see what Lesnar's going to do for the rest of the year. I'm really excited. I think I think right now he's establishing himself as their, probably their top draw. So I think. I hope he doesn't show up for the rest of the year. I I hope. I just hope. Wow. Be careful I, I what you would, wish for. I just want to see the complaints. I, you guys don't get it. I find humor in these complaints. I do too, <laughs> but at the same time, it's like I would like to see. I would like to see or pay per views actually have title matches. Oh, I would see I like a whole archive match of his. There you go. There's your title match. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, now for the world champion, flashback to something in 2003. <laughs> boy, boy. Like, Hardcore Holly versus like like we're gonna eventually get like Triple H mad that we we, he can't get you know this man to defend the belt like this is bullshit like this isn't what we agreed to and it'll you know evolve from there. Nice. That's absolutely you ask for eight plus players. And we're gonna depart on that note. One Nation Radio. We are eight plus players. Later. Peace. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.